It's time to place your bets. Let's step into the huddle. You're listening to the Pre-Snap Podcast Weekly Wagering Show, brought to you by LineStar App, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizapia, and welcome to the Pre-Snap Wagering Show right here on the Line Star app. It is me. It is Scott Bogman and it's you. It's time to break down week 13 in terms of picking games and a little wagering. Last week straight up 10 and 3 for Joey P, 9 and 4 for Scott Bogman against the spread. Ugh, not good. Box 4 and 8. Me over under. Ugh, not good. 3 and 9. What is happening? What's going on? What always has been a lock for 11 weeks. You take my over-unders and Bogman's against the spread and good things happen. Last week was the first down week of those two combined that we've had all season. So, Bogs, it's time to throw down. It's time to uh, get a little bit better here. But overall in the year, just looking at the numbers too, you are 86-69 and against the spread. I am 81-69 and in the over-unders. And straight up, you and I are both well over 100 uh, 105 to 53 and one 106 52 and one. So we hold ourselves accountable in the program. And I'd say that being said, that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, th- those numbers are solid. Week 12 w- had bad beats. I mean, there are a lot of hooks that got gotcha. you. Uh, there uh, a lot of, you know, like if Justin Herbert just gets in at the end, we win that game. You know, there were a lot of those lines this week that uh, we just missed. Uh, by a little bit. I mean, who would have thought the Rams are going to choke against the Niners twice, right? We didn't mm-hmm. see that coming. Uh, I didn't see the Titans, uh, who lost by two touchdowns to the Colts, beating them unmercifully this week. Nobody saw the Raiders losing by almost 40 points to the Falcons this week. So there was uh, there was a bunch of weird stuff, but we're gonna have we're going to be better this week, guaranteed. All right, so let's start here. With the Miami Dolphins taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. This one's in Miami. The number is 11 and a half. If I were anybody out there, like, I think Miami's going to win this football game. And I had this conversation on TV with Benny Ricciardi from Fade the Noise, our good friend Benny. And Benny was 100% right. He's like, Miami's not going to lose this game. But you'd be very smart to get this number down to five and tease it. <laughs> like just, just, <laughs> just cover your rear end here a little bit. And um, for me, I'm going to take... And if it's going to be 11 and a half, I'll take Miami to win, but I will take uh, Cincinnati against the spread. Um, And I think Cincinnati is, you know, not a good football team, but I I just 11 and a half for the Dolphins just seems like a lot. You know, the Dolphins are in a prolific offense. They're a good defensive team. This is the NFL. And and then Cincinnati is going to show up there. And I know it's on the road and the subway, but 11 and a half is just too much. The number is 42. I'll take the over on this one, but by a hair. I, I just think 42 is way too low for 2020. Right, exactly. I, I'm I'm lockstep with you, Joe. And, and it's not that, uh, you know, we're really encouraged by anything that Cincinnati has been doing, but we are discouraged by what Miami's been doing on offense, you know, between Fitzpatrick and Tua. And Cincinnati has played better down the stretch, even – you know, without Joe Burrow, they put up a fight against a good Giants defense, put up 17 points as well. So uh, I, I'm with you. Uh, I also have to take the over because, like you said, 
42 just feels too low. I mean, look, it would have been under with the Giants, but the Giants also had a backup quarterback and all that stuff going for most of this game. So uh, for me, I got to take the over. So I'm with you. We're going Miami to win straight up Cincinnati against the spread and the over on that game. All right. Next one we got is Cleveland on the road to Tennessee. Tennessee is six point favorites in this one. The number is 54 and a half. So Boggs, you start with this one. I hate this game. Uh, (laughs) I think this line is great. I think Tennessee by six is a fantastic line. The over under is tough as well because both these teams can buckle down a little bit on defense, but 2020, I'm definitely taking the over, even though it's a high 54 and a half. I think we might get into a little bit of a shootout. Um, I'm definitely taking the Titans straight up to win this game. I think Cleveland is, you know, one of the, uh, a lot of people have been calling them the worst eight and three team. I don't know if they're that, but I don't, I don't think they should be eight and three at this point in the year with the way Baker has played. I'm also going to take them against the spread. I don't love it. I would not bet this game. Um, I would really not bet this game. I don't like this one. <laughs> hey, box, box. Would you? Yeah, yeah. Would you bet this game? No, I would not, Joe. Okay, I, 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 I would not clear. suggest doing this. This I, this I, game okay. this game is going to be closely contested. So give me Tennessee at home, though. I like them this week. I I will take Tennessee to win this football game, but give me Cleveland to cover. I think they will somehow find a way to, you know, with Miles Garrett in there again, kind of get things close. Look, that offensive line has problems, and I also think you know, you know, Tennessee. We forget. You know, the Derrick Henry games happen, the big things happen, but, you know, then all of a sudden when they got to kick a field goal and that doesn't work out. That's true. Or they need a punt and that doesn't work out. That's when Tennessee But they also cover. take punt returns back and A.J. Brown breaks one tackle and uh, goes a, to the house. A, a, and, that's, and that's why they can win. That's why they can score 35 points and a half. And that's why other games you're like, how could they lose this game? How did this, ha- how did five minutes go so wrong? Right. And I think there's enough of that in there that six is a little too much for me. Uh, I'll take, I'll take Cleveland to cover this game, but I'll, I'll tell you what I will take. I'll take the under in this one. I'm going to go a little bit. I think this one is less enthralling than people. You think. tell me that a Mayfield versus Tannehill game is not going to get you 54 and a half. Well, points? you Come think on, it's going to get over. I'm going to, I do. Gonna... I do think it's going to get over just because I think that, Uh, This is going to turn into a little bit of a shootout. And I'm not telling you Baker Mayfield is good or better, but he was much better last week. So he was, but it was also the the Jaguars last week. It It was. Okay. (laughs) All right. Detroit without Matt Patricia at Chicago with, uh, with Matt Nagy, at least for now. Um, Chicago is three point favorites in this one at home, 44 and a half. Now Boggs, We've seen this year, you know, the fire of the coach, the team plays inspired for a week. Right. I just have a hard time being inspired about your coach insulting your effort. What do we have on that? Um, Because that's what Matt Nagy did. Well, I mean, that's no good either. I I just, this is an ugly game for me. This is another (laughs) game I would not bet. I'm going to take Bogman's thing. This is another game I would not wager on. It's a disgusting, horrible, no good game, but I will take, you know what? Let's go with the inspired. Let's go with the, we finally got free ding dong. The witch is dead. Let's take Detroit for the upset here. And it's because that offensive line is just so bad for Chicago. Um, I will take, I will also take the over in this game too, just because I think this is going to be, you know, like every week we look back on a game and we go, boy, I didn't see that coming. (laughs) Like I feel like this is that game. You just don't have a beat on it. And it feels like, you know, with Trubisky, it's no better than Foles. It's just different. Like he's just able to avoid a little bit more of the pressure. Now they were totally outclassed by green Bay, but I don't know if they can be outclassed by Detroit. 
And right. and I, I think it'll be close enough. Now, I think you're going to go on the other side of this game. You think Chicago's going to win. Yeah, look, I'm just looking for what is the best unit in this game, and it's the Bears defense. So I, I, I'm still going to take the over because who knows what kind of turnovers we're looking at with uh, Mitch Trubisky and Matt Stafford in this game, knowing that he's not 100% still with the, the thumb thing. He did look much, much better this week, of course. But uh, give me Chicago. Uh, I'll I'll go with the over as well. I don't – I'm with you, though. Th- this game – this game feels weird, but I also, like you just said, the Bears were outclassed by the Packers, but I think if they were playing someone at their same level, they would have won last week with Trubisky. And I think that's what we're trying to do in Chicago, right? We're trying to set Trubisky up to win some of these games down the stretch to get his confidence moving forward in the next year so they don't have to go draft a quarterback. Uh, so uh, I, I'm going to go with Chicago and give me the over. All right, let's move on here. Indianapolis at Houston, Indianapolis on the road, three-point favorites, as they probably should be, defensively speaking, at least. 51.5 is the number. So, Boggs, is the bounce back for Indianapolis? Yeah, I think so. Uh, obviously, a tough game against Tennessee last week, but uh, also, you know, Phillip Rivers, not very mobile, dealing with a turf toe injury. I mean, not surprising that he played, even though he did get vultured uh, by Brissett for two touchdowns at the goal line. But, uh, you know, this dude played on an ACL tear in the AFC championship against the Pats. So I I didn't think a toe injury was going to keep him out of the game. Uh, I think they'll be better. Hopefully uh, they're going to get some pieces back as well. We'll see if Taylor gets back in there or not. Uh, So give me the Colts. Give me the over. Look, Houston just lost Will Fuller, a big part of that offense. Uh, Deshaun Watson can always put up points, though. And we're still, you know, look, we thought Miles Garrett was going to come back off that COVID list in one week. He didn't. So mm-hmm. Buckner might be doing the same thing here. So uh, we'll see what goes on with Buckner or not. Uh, but for now, I'm going to take the over. Yeah, I'm going to go lockstep with you and give me Indianapolis uh, and the over too. I think, uh, look, you know, competitive in division matchups, you know, always are, are tougher. And Deshaun Watson played out of his mind, but taking Will Fuller away can't help. The run game's not there either. I just think at the end of the day, Indianapolis will find a way to get ahead of this one. And I think three is about right. It's a good line too. And I'll take the over as well. Jacksonville at Minnesota, Minnesota is a nine and a half point favorite. That is a big number here. Yeah. 51 and a half. Uh, you know, this is really tough because I feel like this one's a trap, but I'm going to fall into this one. So give me Minnesota, give me Minnesota to cover. And uh, I think that uh, I will also take the over in this one too, just because I, I think Jacksonville is just, you know, there's another team. They just fired their GM how many GMs this year? What four already were down? No, yeah, it's, I've uh, never seen so many GMs fired, and I know one was a coach slash, but still, it's kind of crazy. So we've got a long know. way to go. I mean, this year is. This not is another over. one that I would tease. Like you want to, you want to do something fun? Take Miami and Minnesota, tease them both down, put them in a parlay with something else, and just make some safe money this week. <laughs> like that's that's yeah. what you do. <laughs> yeah, I I am I'm going to take Jacksonville against the spread in this game. Uh, like I've said, I, I'm not. I'm not the greatest at picking the big spread, so usually I'm going to take the points on that. And look, Jacksonville just did it to Cleveland. You know, they Mm. did it to Cleveland, who's been playing better than Minnesota. I think they can do this even on the road against Minnesota. But that over, I mean, both these defenses have been playing rough. So I think the over is the easiest pick in this game. But I'll take Jacksonville and, and the points this week. All right. I don't know why this one's only seven and a half. The Jets at home against the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders Vegas. just scored six points. I don't care. The Jets are winless. Seven and a half. 47 is the number. I'll take the under. I'll go first. 
Give me the under. Give me Las Vegas. There, done. See, easy, easy peasy. Put this in the parlay. There's your three themes with the two teasers. I mean, I don't know what else to say about this. The Jets are pathetic. Uh, still no LaMichael P. Ryan. Uh, there's shades of hope with Denzel Mims and Brashad Perriman playing well, uh, but the coach has got to go. Sam Darnold's got to get out of there. They need a whole clean sweep, and the Raiders need to stack some wins to get back in this playoff picture. This should be an easy Raiders win. So I'm, All right. I'm with you. I don't think the Jets can score, so I'll take the under as well. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it comes down to. That's why it's under. Uh, New Orleans and Atlanta. This is another one I don't love this week. Minus three for New Orleans on the road against Atlanta. Playing the same team two weeks within two weeks of each other. Uh, 45 and a half. Um, so you're confident, though. You think Atlanta's going to win this football game. You actually smell an upset here. Yeah, yeah. This this would absolutely be my upset special this week. Um, I don't like the way that New Orleans is playing on the offensive side with Taysom Hill. I, I will change my tune on this game if Jameis Winston gets you know, the start at quarterback. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. happen though. Yeah. I, I just don't see it happening right now because it seems like, uh, you know, Sean Payton is locked into seeing what he has with Taysom Hill and Joe, you and I can tell him right now, it's not much, you know, mm-hmm. and also by having him in there, you have taken one of your best weapons in Alvin Kamara essentially out of the game. So I don't like what is going on with this new Orleans offense or defense is still strong. Um, so I'm going to take Atlanta straight up and against the spread. And I'm going to take the under in this game because the saints defense has to make up for it. The Falcons defense played really well this week as well. Uh, so I, I like Atlanta in the under in this game. I'll take Atlanta to cover, but give me new Orleans to win. I think this is like a late field goal here. Kind of difference. I will take the over in this game too. Uh, I think everything you're saying is right, but this just feels like this one's going to get wacky at the end to me. And um, look, if that front gets the same kind of pressure, Taysom Hill can avoid it. Derek Carr, yeah. not so much. So I think that'll be the difference maker. Taysom Hill will run him ragged a little bit. And, and I think they'll have to go back to the video and see what they failed with a couple weeks ago and try to fix those issues. And God, can Four Atlanta just go for the fourth down? I know. Four and two under Morris. That's Should why be five I'm, and giving them, I'm giving them spread love. I'm not going to give them win love. Yeah, not <laughs> okay. against the same. All right. Too many weapons, too many, too many things. Defense has played better, but not great. Um, Los Angeles Rams against the (laughs) in Arizona Rams are three point favorites. Why? I don't know. Uh, 48 and a half is the number here. Uh, I hate the Rams. I hate them so much. (laughs) I don't think Kyler Murray's really healthy right now. Um, So because my instincts tell me that the Rams should win this game, I'll go with Arizona for the outright upset. There you go. Arizona pulls that rabbit out of their hat and this division continues to be a cluster. Give me the over in this one as well. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go opposite with you again. I'm going to take the Rams and I'm going to take the under in this game. I take them straight up and against the spread. I, I don't like what I saw from Kyler Murray last week. It was ugly and it's not going to get a ton better with Aaron Donald breathing down his neck this week. So, uh, I think he's going to get better the more removed from this shoulder injury that he had the other night. But uh, I think this is a Rams win. The Niners are kind of their kryptonite. Shanahan definitely has McVay's number, but the Rams were playing really well leading into that game. So give me the Rams uh, in this game and give me the under. All right, let's move on here. New York Giants at Seattle. Um, Nine and a half is the number here. So I guess the question is, do you think that Colt McCoy can – anyway keep this game close and i think the answer is no 
I'm sure you agree as well. So probably we're both going with Seattle here. Is that correct? Yeah. I mean, look, I love Colt McCoy. He's my probably my favorite Longhorn of all time. Uh, so much fun to watch at Texas. He has not put it together in the NFL. And, and this is, you know, look, I kind of like Colt for a contrarian play. I said that on the DFS show a little bit because Seattle secondary has been so horrible this year. But uh, if I'm putting my hard-earned money down on this game, I cannot uh, I cannot side with my guy Colt. So it's going to be Seattle. It's going to be the over for me. All right. So lockstep there. We're back on track. New England at uh, the Chargers. Uh, you know what? This one comes down to the coach for me. So I'm going to go with the greatest of all time. That's yeah. it. Like, I'm just going to go with him. They'll figure it out. Uh, I don't love, you know, New England by any stretch of the means, but I'll take New England in this one. Um, you know, this feels like it should be an under, but I'm going to go over. I think this one's actually be more surprising. I don't think there's going to be as much defense as everybody else does in this one. I'm I'm going to take the under just because Cam Newton has looked, I mean, wildly inconsistent, 300 yards and then 87. I mean, it's one of those things. It's like when you saw New Orleans beat Denver, I thought, okay, if New Orleans played most of the teams, they would lose. Same thing here. If New England had played anyone else but the Cardinals with the banged up Kyler Murray, they would have lost to most teams. I think they're going to get back on track. You're absolutely right about some of those decisions that Anthony Lynn was making uh, were pretty bad at the end of last week. So I'm with you to go with the coach. I'm going to take New England as well, but I'm going to under because I fear these offenses. Philly at Green Bay. I fear nothing in this game. No. Green Bay is nine and a half point favors. Now you tell me this one's 11. I am still liking it. I'm sorry. I've seen a Philadelphia to last me a lifetime here. They're a complete disaster. They're a hot mess. And uh, look, the way they turn over the football, you can't do that for you can't keep giving Aaron Rodgers chances. So give me Green Bay. I don't care if it's nine and a half, ten and a half, don't matter any half. Forty seven's the number I'll go over in that one. <laughs> Long hair, don't care, whatever. Long hair, whatever. I, it's just yeah. a fact, man. Like, you know, watching the Eagles and just every week everyone trying to convince themselves that somehow it's gonna get better. It's not, it's not gonna get better. Carson well, Wentz problem- has got the yips. He just does. Well, the, every time he gets the, the ball, you can see he's not making good decisions. He's missing open guys. He's throwing where guys are not. He is he has got all the all the makings of right. when a when a player is constantly under pressure and instead of turning and handing the ball off and taking some pressure off of him and wearing down those fronts a little bit, they don't do that. They just the don't problem do is, it. is they have the roster to make this a game. They have the roster. They I'm sick of that. You know what? But I'm coaching. hearing that argument for they six don't weeks. have the coaching. They have a they, roster they don't for have all this stuff. Yeah. They, they don't have the coaching. The coaching has been terrible for Philly. You know, just got done watching them on Monday Night Football. It was ugly, ugly, ugly. Seattle didn't play a great game and still won. Uh, I This is an easy Packers win. Zadarius Smith and Rashawn Garrett are going to feast in, in this game. Uh, many other players are going to get to uh, Carson Wentz as well. It's not going to be fun for Philly. I mean, it's just. Uh, I feel like the defense is calling out their plays before they even roll. So it's bad, man. So uh, I got Green Bay in the over in this game. They should stomp Philly out. I think they will. Give me that Green Bay defense this week too, baby. All the Green Bay defense. All right, last three games on the slate here. Denver at KC. KC is 14-point favorites in this one. Now, look, Denver should have a quarterback this week, um, but I don't know if it's going to matter. So I know 14 is a big number. I think that's how good the Chiefs are right now. I know you're going to disagree with me, but I'll take Kansas City and the 14. 
Um, the tricky thing is the number right here too, is trying to figure out where we are with that and the over and the under, I will probably lean towards the over. So give me the over on the lean, but I actually think Kansas city can win this. I think this is a blowout. Like this is like one of those 31, you know, 17 kind of blowouts. Yeah. I, Kansas city just keeps getting these huge lines and not covering them, you know? So, uh, they even three and a half against the bucks, uh, they, they couldn't cover last week. So mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I, I Denver is a much better team with Drew Locke than Kendall Hinton. I, I mean, and I well, think I, I know, mean, you know, I know that's Kendall obvious Hinton. to say, but look, uh, the last couple games, the Chiefs uh, beat Tampa Bay by three. They beat the Raiders by four. They beat the Panthers by two. The last time they covered was against the Jets, and they still only put up 35 points. Uh, so they did beat down Denver last time, 43, uh, to 16 was the score. Yeah. It's going to be something and, like that again. And, and that was the number's 14. Denver. So for mine to work, it's gotta be like 35 and up. I think they're good. They're going to put up 35 and that's just, I just, that's why I, I'm definitely, I, I, the over is the easiest bet for me in this game, but I'm going to take the points. Give me Denver. All right. Uh, next year. Pittsburgh Steelers nine and a half is the number here against Washington. Now Washington's played more respectable football. There's no doubt the front's good. Antonio Gibson playing really well. Alex Smith playing really well. Wouldn't it be fun? Alex Smith makes the playoffs. Wouldn't that be fun? What a fun story that would be. (laughs) I think that's the best team in the NFC. I think it probably is. I can't wait to see him go play San Francisco in a couple weeks. I think he has a game. It's not going to be in San Francisco, though, but still. (laughs) So are you done complimenting Washington and ready to take Pittsburgh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to take Pittsburgh. Nine and a half. Yeah, Yeah, I'll take Pittsburgh. So I mean, there's no line on this game because obviously Pittsburgh is playing, uh, you know, on Wednesday here. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see when we get the line, but give me Pittsburgh. Yeah. All right. Uh, last one here, Buffalo at San Fran, San Fran getting back in the conversation, Buffalo two and a half point favorites on the road. Um, and I think Buffalo wins this football game. I really do. And uh, so I'll take Buffalo and Buffalo to actually uh, cover this number as well. Uh, I think San Fran will be in this and competitive, but I think Buffalo is look, it's one thing to beat the Rams is another thing to beat Buffalo. I think, and the Rams are just infuriating and I understand they got great personnel and sometimes they look great, but They've been so up and down, and I, I think Buffalo's starting to feel like they've got a they've got the track for this division. It's time to just kind of motor in there, and I think that they will. How about you, Box? Yeah, I, I like Buffalo in this game as well. And forty eight, uh, you know. give me the over. I think that's a little little low too. Yeah, th- it's going to be a weird game. It's a Monday night football game hosted by the Niners, played in Arizona against an East Coast team in the Bills. So it's going to be a weird one, that's for sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, look, Buffalo is just. That they're the better team right now, and they're you know a hail Murray away from uh, being one of the top teams in the AFC. Uh, I I keep I, I'm very questionable on them once they get to the playoffs, but in the regular season they're beating down some of these teams. So give me Buffalo, give me the over. All right, it's that time, boys and girls. It's time for the upset special, and let's kick things off here. You know, I'll tell you this, Scott. It is uh it's a trend. Whenever they fire the coach, the team all of a sudden rises to the occasion. And I don't know how much you have to rise to beat the Bears. I know the Bears defense is is probably the best unit, as you said earlier here on the podcast, of anything in this game. But somehow I feel like Detroit's gonna find a way to win this game. So give me Detroit as the upset special of the week. How about you? Where are you going for yours? I mean, I really hate the way that the Saints offense has been playing with Taysom Hill. So Taysom Hill, uh, assumingly getting another start. 
I'm going to take Atlanta and their four and two record with Raheem Morris as the head coach. Just beat down the Raiders as well. I'm going to take them to upset the Saints this week. That's going to be my upset pick. All right, there you have it. Make sure you follow us uh, over on the Twitter machine at Linestar App and Linestar NFL. And you can follow me and Scott at Joe Pisa PS17 at Bogman Sports and go get that Linestar app. That'll do it for us. Have a great weekend of football, everybody. Enjoy the games. Hopefully nothing else gets moved. But then again, don't count on it. So enjoy the games, everybody. We'll talk to you next week to recap the week that was. And going forward on Tuesday, make sure you subscribe to the pre-snap. That'll do it for us. There's nothing left to do now except down, set, win. You've been listening to the Pre-Snap Podcast Weekly Wagering Show brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, drop a rating, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman.